Matthew and Luke are the only two accounts with a genealogical bloodline. Matthew, thinking of the Jews, starts his off with Abraham, then follows it through the royal line of King David, showing Jesus' right to the physical throne of David in Jerusalem. But in verse 17, Matthew makes a strange observation. Matthew noticed something peculiar after recording this genealogy and writes, quote, So all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen, and from David to the Babylonian exile, fourteen generations, and from the Babylonian exile to the Christ, fourteen generations. Matthew picked up on that neat little coincidence right off. The students of the Bible, the number seven symbolized completeness. When God created the earth on the seventh day, the creation was completed, and so forth. And all throughout the Bible, seven keeps showing up, and every time it does, it symbolizes the completeness of whatever it is, whatever's being talked about. And 14 is divisible by seven evenly, so Matthew noticed that symbolically. Jesus' bloodline was complete. Dr. Ivan Panin noticed it and thought it was interesting as well and wondered if this neat little phenomenon applied to just more than the number of generations. And I don't want to get into the personal history of Ivan Panin now. You can do that for yourself. But I'll share with you what he discovered. The number of generations in this bloodline are not all that's evenly divisible by seven. The number of words is evenly divisible by seven. The number of nouns is evenly divisible by seven. The number of words that begin with a vowel are evenly divisible by seven. The number of words that begin with a consonant are evenly divisible by seven. The number of letters are evenly divisible by seven. The number of vowels are evenly divisible by seven. The number of consonants are evenly divisible by seven. The number of words that are used more than once are evenly divisible by seven. The number of synonyms used is evenly divisible by seven. The number of words with synonyms that weren't used is evenly divisible by seven. The number of names is evenly divisible by seven. The number of male names is evenly divisible by seven. The number of female names is evenly divisible by seven. And there's more than that. It gets worse, folks. In the original Greek, each letter has a numerical value. To put it in our terms, A would equal one, B would equal two, C would equal three, that kind of thing. When you add the numerical value of names, it's evenly divisible by seven. When you add the numerical value of words and sentences and the structure, it, it's, it's insane. And there are supercomputers that have been trying to write a paragraph in Greek that meets these conditions, and they've been trying, I don't know how many times per second, for the last ten years or so, and they can't do it. So you might conclude that this is a phenomenon that can only be done once, Right? Wrong. It happens again in Luke with his genealogy in chapter 3, verses 23 to 38. But his genealogy is even longer. It starts with the first man, Adam, because Luke was a doctor, and that's what he was focused on was Jesus' humanity. So in his genealogy, he starts with the first man, Adam. And then going along the way, it takes a few detours. But it has the same phenomenon. And with all due respect to mathematicians who think they are the closest thing to God, I don't think Matthew and Luke knew they were doing this. If anyone tried to do it on purpose, I don't think it could be done. Computers can't do it. So what does this mean, other than the fact that Jesus' bloodline is complete? All this is, folks, is God's way of winking 
his eye at the reader. To let you know, even though he used Matthew and Luke to write their accounts down, the message was overseen by God himself.